Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Read with Michelle Martin. It is time to shift gears. We've been talking about GameStop shares and meteoric rise of those shares. We've been looking at what's behind Tencent's strong performance all morning. But I am thrilled to switch from financial discourse now to a really good book that's come my way. I've been reading This Life Electric, The Ballad of the Haven by Adam Tai. It's his debut novel. He's a poet. He's founder of the bookstore, The Novel Encounter, where you buy books. Uh, you have no idea what you're buying because they're wrapped mystery-wrapped books. I really enjoyed this book, This Life Electric. It is his debut novel. It really taps on a vein, I think. It's magical, emotional, a little bizarre, but altogether good fun. Adam, welcome to read. Thanks so much for having me. That was one heck of an intro. (laughs) You know what? Since you're a poet, there's a real musicality and rhythm to your sentences, which I, as an audio girl, enjoyed. Nice. Thank you so much. Uh, I I almost say the same to you. You have a very nice robust radio voice. <laughs> How's that for a fellow uh, co- uh, compliment going there? <laughs> nice, nice. We'll, we'll keep that going, you know. Oh, we'll keep it going. We'll see how long, you know, who gives up like a like a tennis match. Now, Never. something about it being based here in Singapore, this book, this Life Electric, there's, there's this mm. familiarity, there's a relatability. But also, of course, there is this place that you draw for us in this book, The Haven, such a beautiful apartment and a home that our protagonist finds himself living in and uh, finds himself in, so to speak, and is something so fantastic I think it can only exist in the pages of a book and so there's this contrast of relatability and something of a place that seems almost magical I like the contrast so for our listeners who may be encountering your book for the first time what is what kind of books do you write Adam okay here we go okay so it it counts as contemporary fiction but I like I like this term that's called magical realism Mm. where it's actually based in real life but the protagonist actually because of the weave of worlds that he can create in his mind, he some, somehow finds his way and creates through even the most everyday circumstances, he manages to make them go to different worlds and different locations just through his own imagination. I think that's why this book is so much fun. It is trans- it, transportive. Is, is there a soundtrack that comes with it? it, it there is, actually. I mean, mm. uh, for every single thing that I write, I always try to create a soundtrack, even though uh, hashtag please give me a movie deal. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, because you've got I, it all figured out. Listen, I think yeah, this I should at least be a Netflix one and a half hour movie. Step by step. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but I did create a Spotify playlist for this. Um, you, can get, you can look for it on my um, the Nova Encounters IG. Um, it, it's in one of the links. Oh, don't but, send us on a little merry-go-round. Just tell us how we can find it on Spotify. Oh yeah, okay. So it's, um, it's just called This Life Electric OST. So I actually created a song for every chapter so you could read to it while listening to it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I've always wanted to create a company where I make teas that go with my favorite books. You know, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that soon. So magical realism is a style that you like and you know that weaves fantasy into the everyday life. What kind of authors do you like? Okay, so examples of people who do that would be Haruki Murakami, that's for one. Mm. Uh, the second one would be Jeanette Winterson, the way that the two of them l- might uh, make stories that you could imagine yourself being in, but they always add in some magical elements without it going into fantasy. Mm. So I've always really enjoyed that. Love your dialogue as well, snappy and almost philosophical. Did you write a little of yourself into this novel, This Life Electric? Okay, so you know how Oscar... Uh, 
have you read picture of Dorian Gray before? Yes, yes. Yes. Mm. Okay, so you know how a lot of people assume um, that Oscar Wilde was Lord Henry just because it's so charming and hedonistic and charismatic, but actually Oscar Wilde said that he put himself in all the characters. Lord mm. Basil was who he um, imagined himself to be. Mm. Lord Henry was who people thought he was and Dorian Gray was who he wanted to be. So I think I'm in every single bit of the characters, even if it's just a microcosm or large excerpts of it. Tell our listeners what This Life Electric is about, you know, in, in your planning stages when you're ideating and mm. then what it's become. Okay, so This Life Electric is uh, essentially it's about an introvert in a, in a party house. So it was inspired by my favorite novel, The Great Gatsby. Mm. And I wanted to write a book which was which tackled human emotions, whether it's about social awkwardness or is about you being in locations we are not comfortable with, but you but through that you find real true in depth connections. So it's about this person who goes back to Singapore after seven years, he finds himself in this party house called the Haven and through a mis misadventures he somehow finds ways to connect with himself and strangers and someone who he loved from a long time ago. Yeah. That? that was great. That was great. Thank I liked you. it. Thank you, thank you, thank mm. you. <laughs> and it still leaves space for us to enter this party house called the Haven ourselves, you know, and that's the fun of it, really. It feels yeah. like a book that can stretch to a second and third novel. I mean, w w are you open to that? I'm open to anything. <laughs> uh, but I think if, I, if I did do a second or third uh, book, it would have to be from the perspective of a different character. So, yeah, so mm. maybe uh, because I... Because you're done with Will. Will's our protagonist, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with him. Okay, uh, mm. well, this sounds very dismissive. Mm. Uh, I'm kind of... I, I think his story is kind of completed in its own way. Okay. I'm not sure if, if readers will assume that, but I thought the book ended quite nicely. And if I did have a second book, it would tackle a different character, I think. Okay, for somebody who picks this up or maybe has just heard you describe it as a party house and they're thinking about, you know, that new Netflix series about the glitzy life. I cannot even remember oh, the title I of it. it. Is it the bling something? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about like yeah. ultra rich, the crazy rich Asian <laughs> set, but in the US. Um, I did not watch it. Okay, so I was going to ask if your book has, you know, any similarities I, to this Crazy Rich Asian vein? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, so I did watch Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. um, ha hashtag Singapore Pride. <laughs> and I, I think the way that Crazy Rich Asians was, it was um, tackling about how to humanize these very rich, um, very opulent human beings. And in a way, I think I tackled that as well with the protagonist, uh, with, the, with the side character, Donnie, mm -hmm. who's the owner of the Haven. And rather than just showing him being this very extravagant, very wealthy human being, it's about showing the other side outside of the lights and cameras. Okay, so trying to create character from something that we, somebody we might assume is vacuous, not always easy. Mm. Not always easy. <laughs> How did the book deal happen? This is your debut novel. Oh, um, I okay. So for the novel encounter, I write customized poems. As I'm sure you know by now, mm. where people give me three words and I write them a poem, and it gained enough traction where I got the attention of Landmark Books, and he agreed to sign me to a poetry collection of these poems inspired by strangers. And after, on the day that, on on the day of my launch, he told me he said, "Would you want to write a debut novel?" And I said, "Yes." 
Wow. So, so this almost, is all because of Ed King and his faith in you? It is all because of Ed King. Wow. He, he's in a, he is an amazing, amazing human being. And, yeah. And I think he, you know, he had faith in your writing, given what he experienced. I mean, you know, his own experience must have given him that confidence in you. Uh, when did you go from poetry to fiction writing at and when did you get to that place where you think, okay, I can do this. I can put something out in the world I'm not going to be embarrassed with and be proud of? Ooh, that's a great question. When I, I've always wanted to write a novel since I was a kid. I never really considered myself a poet, which is strange given how my recognition came about through my typewritten, typewritten poetry. Mm. And so, even, so since I was a kid, I was writing novels. I was writing stories. I was writing comics. And so... I guess, in a way, I never really transited. These two were not exactly mutually exclusive. They were just my ways of showing my love for storytelling. So, was it really Ekeng saying, if you write a novel, I will publish it? Was that yes. the invitation to start dabbling in prose and, you know, novel writing? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I For the longest time, I think with my own insecurity in writing, which I am, which he, which he always calls me for and he's always telling me to, have more confidence in myself. Mm. I never really felt I deserved to be in this space with all these amazing local writers. But it was true. It was he was one of the main reasons that pushed me, and I really appreciate him for that. Hey, this is one of the brightest sparks of Singapore literature in a long while, in my opinion. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you. It's oh, a great book. This Life Electric, really great book. Adam Tai is the novelist behind it. We are talking about uh, his work and we're also going to find out more about his bookstore, The Novel Encounter, in a while. But first, you mentioned that, you know, strangers come up to you and that's how the business started, really. They give you three words and you would give them a customized poem. So I give you three words. Do you have a poem? Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you told me to write this. Wait, how much time do we have? How long is my poem? This sounds epic. I'm ready. No, no, no. Um, I'll take you oh, one, two minutes. Take your time. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, you told me to write a poem for you as though you were showing, uh, you were coming up to me um, in person, right? So you picked uh, Edo, Sunshine, and Orchid. Yep, that's it. Those are my three there words. We there we go. Ada Wildflower, good morning to your moon soul. I know this is no surprise but I recognize you in every way of essence as a champion of the timeless. Catching symmetries, blooming on olive branches, like orchid tubers melting on the tips of tongues. And then, at the other end of the century, there you are, like cherry blossoms in Edo spring. It's gorgeous the way you do that. It's inspired the way you carry on, staying bright, bold and intentional, without even a lick of sunshine in this space. You're an everglow wildflower heart that always readies a bloom. I love it. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next stanza. The orchids in my garden love it. I can feel it already. They're thrilled. Oh my gosh, that was lovely. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah, uh, please, please email me an uh, um, address or something I can send this to. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll you will type it out on an old-fashioned typewriter for me? Yes, I will. Thank you, Absolutely. Adam.
I loved it. Adam Tai, their poet novelist, found of the bookstore, The Novel Encounter. Uh, we, in case you missed it, we had a great discussion about his book, which you must pick up, This Life Electric, The Ballad of the Haven. And uh, you're going to tell us a little about The Novel Encounter. How does that work? So people buy mystery-wrapped books. I mean, the books are wrapped up. They pick a category. So I could come and say, hey, Adam, magical realism. And then yes. what? You'd send me some books? Yeah, so I'll give you some recommendations. Or you could say, oh, you know what? This, this is a friend for a birthday. Um, she likes, um, she likes movies like Interstellar or Christopher Nolan. And you have something in that vein. Yes, I'll try to look for something for you. Is this a full-time gig? A- Does this hmm? bookstore, The Novel Encounter, is this what you do full-time? It actually started out as a passion project. It was a way that I wanted to learn how to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. Mm. But actually, uh, it somehow managed to prove enough um, enough success, and I'm still grateful for that. But it actually was always supposed to be a passion project. And so I have some other businesses that I do, but this will, this is always will always be my favorite. This is so much fun. Does it exist online or in the real brick-and-mortar world? I would love to have it in a brick-and-mortar world because when people say bookstore, you always imagine walking through the doors, you smell the air, you can touch the book physically. Yep. Unfortunately, not. Uh, mine is still an online store, but hopefully someday. Yeah, you never know. An investor might be listening in. So (laughs) (laughs) it's been four years. What do you think you've learned in terms of lessons of entrepreneurship about how to build a business from the novel encounter? Oh, you're killing it with the questions. Um, (laughs) I think it's about balancing creativity with commerce. And let me try to explain. So I've seen certain people say that it does not take passion to create a business. Sometimes it's easy for you to just create a business, um, come up with an idea, and then execute. But I think that the, the most beautiful kinds of businesses actually, and the ones with the most longevity, actually come from a place of earnestness and sincerity. Mm. And then I think you know, the modern-day audience, they're always looking for something to personally connect with. That's why we're going through the eco-friendly route, right? Everyone wants to feel that they're helping the universe. Mm. And mine is not quite the case because it's literally uh, killing trees. But I think that when you're looking for ink, you want to strike gold instead. And that's what I try to do with my celebration of storytelling, with poetry, with books, and with just this whole element of love for writing. It's great to meet a 30-year-old who can (laughs) say that he's always loved books growing up and he's just out with his uh, debut novel and it's a terrific one. So Neville, we wish you all the best, Adam. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. With your literary future. This Life Electric is the title of his book, The Ballad of the Haven, and you just heard Adam Tai there. I'm Michelle Martin, and this has been Read. Keep reading. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.